Cairo Radio was paid a fee to air the following program. All information discussed on the following program is for general information purposes only and does not constitute legal advice or create an attorney-client relationship. Prior to acting on any legal matter, you should seek legal advice from a qualified legal attorney who can evaluate your situation and advise you accordingly. Welcome to Your Partner in Law on Seattle's Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH. Your Partner in Law is brought to you in part by the law firm Gregory & Associates PLLC. Charting your course to a secure future. Your Partner in Law starts now. Here's your host, Rick Gregory. Hey, good morning and welcome to Your Partner in Law. I'm attorney Rick Gregorick at the law firm of Gregorick & Associates. We're so glad to be talking with you uh, this uh, Labor Day uh, weekend, uh, Labor Day being tomorrow. Maybe we'll chat about that just a little bit. I've got Ted Hansen with me this morning. Good morning, Ted. Good morning, and I uh, hope everyone's having a nice Labor Day weekend. The weather is uh, cooperating, so it looks like uh, it's going to get a little warm, which is... Uh, get a past due, I think. We didn't have really a, a warm summer so far this year. Yeah, last week or so, and so you know, going into September, we're going to have, I guess we used to call these Indian summers when Indian, you go long. I don't know that we can do that any longer. I don't know. But, maybe, but yes, we used to call maybe them Maybe Native American I, I don't summer know. or something There'd just like be that. long summers now. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, stick my foot in it. Why not? Anyhow, um, you know, Labor Day, folks. Um, you know, I know it's usually a lot of sales and barbecues and things like that, but I always think it's good to... Have just a, a a moment of reflection on what the heck is Labor Day. Um, talked to some people uh, over the last couple of weeks, and I was a little surprised. Uh, yeah, I think the older folks kind of had an idea. The older being the the sixty year olds and better. But when we went down younger and younger, it got to be a little not quite understanding of where this came from. So. Yeah, you know, it's kind of interesting, and I'm not going to give you a, a one-hour history on Labor Day. The Internet can certainly help you out there. But really, as we all know, it's the first Sunday, or excuse me, Monday of uh, September every year. And that was, uh, it became a federal holiday way back in 1894. You know, uh, what's that, 100 and, golly, my math is it here, what is it, 126 years ago. And it came into being, and it was signed into law by President Grover Cleveland. And this was really following some protests and riots, the labor movement of the day, the first of its kind coming out of Pullman railroad cars and the uh, strike that they did, which was really a walkout, and um, these riots. And that gave way to Labor Day, um, which is really about... You know, working rights. Um, back as you know, in the eight, late eighteen hundreds, we were moving from an agricultural society into the industrial revolution, which really built America. And that transition was very difficult. And there was you know people working long hours, low pay, uh, children working, uh, unsafe working conditions, and that gave rise to the union movement. But what's interesting is if you think the change was brought about because we were going from agriculture to industrial. Think in more recent terms now, folks, when we've merged uh, starting in the 80s probably and certainly moving into the 90s when we were moving away from this industrialized uh, economy to the information age or the knowledge worker age, the age of technology, and the impacts that's had. And now we're sitting here in 2020 saying, what happened to all my manufacturing? What happened to my industry? Bring my industry back and uh, bring our good jobs back. So I think from a historical perspective, this is one that you should maybe do a little bit of thinking about as we go through these large societal shifts, going from agriculture to industrial, industrial to information age, but the information age, we we ended up losing our core foundation of a capital structure of manufacturing, basically. And, and I think of many of us are of the opinion we need to bring a lot more of our manufacturing back home. And certainly we can get into the politics of it, but as far as you know, critical infrastructures that we need in medicine and being able to um, really produce the things that would be, need 
to be produced in order to defend ourselves and just to you know serve the medical community, make our drugs, all those things. So I don't want to beat the dead horse, but think about it. This is a really great time to sit back and think about it. In that you know, as we go through these societal changes, how most often, if not every time, social unrest is part of that process. So I think we all need to you know from perspective see if we can learn from the past. This is the history lesson, folks. Learning from the past. Can we not make the same mistakes as the past? Because I see us making the same mistakes as we go through these evolutionary changes. We just talked about the labor movement. We can certainly go back to the 60s and we can talk about the civil rights movement and the similarities to today. In fact, they're chillingly the same. It was racism and um, police brutality in the six, you know, in the 60s. Um, it, it sounds a lot the same, which maybe says some part of us or some things aren't learning. So hopefully we'll continue to do a little better. So anyhow, on to the show. That's Labor Day, and I do hope you all get out and enjoy the weather. Get outside. We've been cooped up way too long, so, you know, get outside. So I thought a little bit today as we, you know, as we enter into September. Golly, we're already a week into it, almost six days in. And what should you be doing and thinking about for the year end? I know all of us want 2020 in the books. We want it in the rearview mirror. This is a historical year on so many fronts. Let's get behind it. But between now and December 31st, 2020, what should you be thinking about relative to your personal situation, relative to estate planning, taxes, um, your retirement planning, things of that nature? And we also want to talk to you today about what we're going to call an estate plan alignment. You know, you got to get your car aligned. That's part of the general maintenance for the um, the car. But we're going to talk about doing some alignment for your estate planning because this is a really critical function, and it's also why doing estate planning in a generic mode, like a one-size-fits-all form, is folly and isn't going to work for you because estate planning is personal. It doesn't get much more personal than estate planning. And so that's what we want to kind of talk a little bit about is this um, alignment. So, Ted, when we're talking about this estate plan alignment to kind of kick things off here a little bit, um, talk to our folks a little bit about why the alignment is necessary. And we're really talking about how we handle different types of assets. Well, we, we learn largely by people that do this and it causes them some kind of financial harm or some administrative harm or something like that in their estate plans because they don't have things aligned. Now, there are two different ways you can plan. There are will-based plans and there are trust-based plans, and there are things you need to do within either one of those to make sure that your assets are aligned. With, and let's start with a will, for example. A lot of people have beneficiary designations on accounts and think that regardless of the beneficiary designation that that asset will run through the document. Well, that just isn't true. And then when we start talking about revocable trust planning, the key to making that work is to fill up the bucket, so to speak, and that is that your trust needs to own things. And that's another common mistake we see out there. And then we see all types of different titling errors, let's just call them that, that you have an ex-wife on an insurance policy or you have an ex-wife on a pay-on-death account or something like that, and that makes things go awry sometimes. So there are a number of considerations. It's just not as easy sometimes as just putting a beneficiary on an account. So, folks, what you know, think about it. You're sitting there right now. You're listening to the radio. Maybe you're out driving a car. Maybe you're sitting on the patio having that latte or mocha, whatever you're... Uh Challenges. That's usually my big indulgence is getting a mocha. If, I'm, if I go to Starbucks, I get a mocha because you know I don't go very often, so I want to have a treat. So it's like a dessert drink to me. Those are only ten bucks. Yeah, <laughs> they're they're definitely luxuries. But folks, when you put your name on a piece of paper for an asset, whether it's a a car, um, an airplane, a boat, a house, whatever you're putting your name on, um, 
how you put your name on that, and especially if you're married or there's someone else on that account with you, the way you make that designation is going to be critical as to how it's handled. Ted mentioned the one that uh, just had a case here, uh, yet another case. I mean, th- these have been, I mean, literally just tons of cases over the years. And the situation was where um fellow was divorced, and he never changed his IRA beneficiary designations from his ex-wife and he died and but he had remarried his new wife of course was looking at his IRA account his company account big airplane company kind of account down here and uh, all of a sudden she realized oh my goodness his ex is the beneficiary of the retirement plan I was supposed to be that happens all the time And, and, and folks hear this really carefully for IRAs, 401ks, any of the retirement plans, whatever name is on that beneficiary designation card or form at the financial institution where the money is custodied, that beneficiary designation is where the money is going to go. And the reason this is kind of confusing for some people is life insurance has a different outcome. If I'm married and get divorced and I fail to remove my ex-spouse from a life insurance policy, the law does it for me. The law disinherits my spouse from an insurance policy if we're divorced. That's right, and that is a key difference here. But key it's difference. only life That's insurance. Right. That's it is right. nothing else. Nothing else. It's the exception to the rule. So everything else is going to go by beneficiary designation or account owner information that's held by the bank or financial institution. So this is really, 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 really important for all you divorce folks out there. Maybe you should go back and look at your beneficiary designations on all of your accounts. We're going to have to prick that subject up just a little bit after break. And, hey, we'd love to chat with you today on this Labor Day weekend. So uh, the phone lines, we're going to get Larry there to open them up at 888 That's going to get you right on air, and you can ask Ted the toughest legal questions in the world, and you can wish me a happy Labor Day. So That's give right. us a call. We'd love to chat with you today. We'll be right back. When we talk about estate planning and elder law, there are two triggers that cause you to review your plan. John Curley here with my attorney, Rick Regrick. And Rick, what are those two triggers? Thanks, John. There are two key triggers for when you should review your estate plan. Changes in health or wealth. COVID-19 is a significant impact to both, so everyone should review and update their estate plan. Ask yourself, are you and your family prepared? Do you have the right executors, agents, and trustees? Have you provided for your family? We're here to help. This pandemic has disrupted all of our lives, so each of us needs to be proactive during these difficult times. Be prepared. Have a plan. Talk to Rick. Gregor and Associates, they're open. They're essential business, and they want to help give you peace of mind. You can call them or meet virtually to discuss your estate and elder law plan. Call 425-284-3450. That's 425-284-3450. Or book your free consultation online at yourpartnerinlaw.com. Hey, Story Monson coming up September 16th at 3 p.m. right after the big show. I'll be joining Brian Ott with 525 Advisors for his live webinar. You'll learn all about the new long-term care plans offered by Brian and 525 Advisors. They protect your savings, they protect your family, and the plan my wife and I got pays our estate back if we never use it. Having a long-term care plan brings certainty to a very uncertain situation. It allows you to stay in control of your care option, and maybe, most importantly, it brings peace of mind to your family during an extremely stressful situation. So reserve your spot right now and join Brian and me September 16th at 3 p.m. I'll kick things off and share my long-term care story. Make sure to reserve your spot today. Go to 525longtermcare.com. Brian keeps the webinar class size small to allow time for Q&A. It's a great learning environment. There are a few spots left, so sign up now. It's all free. I'll be part of it as well. Go to 525longtermcare.com. 525longtermcare.com. Retirement. What does it mean to you? Has it changed as a result of today's economy? Are you worried about your future? Could there be stormy seas ahead? 
Hi, this is Rick Gregrick, founder of Gregrick & Associates. We're a dedicated team of legal and tax professionals that can help you navigate your course for a secure future. Whether you're just thinking about your retirement or you're well into your retirement years, whether you're single, married, or involved in a domestic partnership, we can help you create your necessary legal and tax planning. I am so glad I found one firm that can help me with all my legal and tax needs. Call today for your free consultation, 425-284-3450. That's 425-284-3450. During this free consultation, Rick will guide you in the right direction. Do you need will-based planning or trust-based planning? Find out now. Schedule your free consultation with Rick by going to yourpartnerinlaw.com. Yourpartnerinlaw.com. Now back to Your Partner in Law with Rick Gregorick on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH. And we're back. So, folks, uh, this is Rick Gregrick, a law firm of Gregrick & Associates. Uh, you can find us on the web through the yourpartnerinlaw.com website, yourpartnerinlaw.com. And before I forget, you know, last week uh, we talked a lot about folks getting our life plan organizer. Um, they're still available. They're always available. Uh, we had a huge response last week, and so we did get those all out, I believe. If you didn't get yours, uh, bear with us. Um, you should be getting them. And uh, for anybody else who would like to get one of our exclusive life plan organizers to help you get started on your estate planning journey and maybe get your estate plan properly aligned, um, go ahead and go to the website, yourpartnerinlaw.com, and just click on the contact attorney and say, hi, I'm married, I'm single, uh, or I'm in a registered domestic partnership, and I'd like to get a copy of your life plan organizer, and we'll email it right out to you. We're working on getting it on the web, but we're not quite there yet. We're a law firm. We're not a tech firm. But anyhow, we'll get that out to you. And um, getting good feedback, uh, as we always do, because it's a thought-provoking piece. It's not just a simple organizer where you put the numbers down. We're going to actually ask you some questions to help you develop your goals and your objectives within the context of estate planning. And then as your estate planning attorney, I need to know what keeps you awake at night. What risk do you face? What concerns do you have? And what can we do to, you know, ratify those, to take care of them, put them aside, um, deal with them. You know, most people like to do what, you know, we used to sweep things under the rug. And you know what you get when you sweep things under the rug, right? A lump under the rug. There you go. Okay, yeah, don't get much. So we want to uh, do that. So uh, get the life plan organizer at yourpartnerinlaw.com, and we'll get that rate out to you. And, of course, you can always schedule a free consultation, and that way by the time you get your organizer and get it uh, done, your appointment will be ready, and it will be fresh and ready to go. Can't this is exactly why we go through this exercise and we start talking about this alignment issue and and it always amazes me Rick at how many people really haven't done this that they they start going through their various financial holdings and and, and you know they've got 10 accounts and they they, they have no kind of <laughs> concise management they got an account in bcu they got one at chase and they've got one at bank of america and they got a brokerage account or two out there and and it always amazes me how how cathartic this is sometimes for people to actually go through and sit down and pencil out what it is you have you know so, so folks i want to make sure we're all understanding this when we say how you own an asset or how it's titled or how the beneficiary change is done it will impact your estate let's say if you have a will-based plan and you have um, two children, and you say in your will, share and share alike. And they get 50-50. However, maybe one of your children took you down to the bank one day, and had you add their name as a beneficiary on the account, telling you, well, you know, that in case something happens to you, Mom, I'll be on the account. Well, now that that person's a joint account holder with Mom and or has been put on as a beneficiary, when Mom dies... That money's not going to get split 50-50 between her two children. It's going to go to the one child. And, you know, it's hard for some of you to believe that family would do these types of things. It's been hard for me to believe it for the last 25 years. But 
I do believe it because it is real. Uh, money, money is thicker than blood, Rick. Money, money is one of those things. It's the best of worlds and it's the worst of worlds, kind of like the Internet. Yeah. You know, a lot of good and a lot of bad. So we have to be careful. But I see so often, Ted, one of the scenarios I see is people have had a, had a will, and then let's say one of the couples dies, they're getting up in age, and the surviving spouse, uh, they're getting up in age, and the kids are being a little more involved, and, you know, sometimes the kids think they're doing right, or maybe even the bank thinks they're doing right. A person goes into the bank, and the bank teller says, you know, I see on your account here there's no beneficiary designation. Maybe we should add one for you. Not knowing that if you do that, it's going to upset your estate plan. And this is why you shouldn't take advice on creating your estate or entitling your assets or holding title from anyone really probably other than your estate planning attorney who understands and knows your estate. And then hopefully they're educating you on the proper titling of your assets so you get the desired outcome of your estate plan. Ted, this can impact and actually cause people to have to pay um, estate taxes. Well, it does. And, and uh, you know, once again, the, the purpose of, uh, of, of married planning in particular is to be able to at least defer estate taxes on first death. And those, that, those of you that don't pay attention to that or don't have that can really uh, cause an incredibly uh, large tax burden for the surviving spouse. And these are typically in these what we what I like to call these honeydew wills, right? Where there's really no consideration, despite the size of the estate, that everything goes to my wife on first death. And that may sound all good and fine, but let's just say you've now loaded your wife up with an extra two million dollars by doing that, and now she's going to give that uh, a large portion of that to the state of Washington as a result of that type of planning. So we always want to be smart in our planning, and this estate plan alignment really is important because we're going to align your goals and objectives with the way you hold title and then your documents, your wills, trust, powers of attorney are all going to be coordinated to that. This is what we've been talking about for 25 years, making sure that all your ducks are lined up in a row such that when certain events occur, we're prepared. Certain events are certain. We know they're going to happen. I know it's Sunday morning. And we don't want to think about it. But, yes, each and every one of us at some point in time will die. So that's a given. So our death planning, believe it or not, is probably the easier part of the planning for most of us. The difficult part is the what if you become incapacitated and cannot manage your own affairs due to mental illness, physical impairment. This could be injury, illness, whatever. All of us are vulnerable. Now, Ted, this is one of the biggest challenges I think we have is people not really grasping that it could be them. Well, that's true, and and, and this plays into this issue of alignment in a different way, and, and, and this alignment has to do with managing that particular aspect of, of your life. Um, and there's a couple ways that gets done. In, in the properly draft, drafted trust plan, there's what we call an incapacity section that tells the world how to deal with it. And in wills, uh, you're generally dealing with somebody with the power of attorney to pluck money from these various accounts to pay for things. So we'll uh, take that up a little bit more when we, when we get back here. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back, folks. We'll go pay some bills, and the phone lines are open at 888 We'll be right I have so many questions about my future and what I should do with my assets. I need to make sure my family is protected. Me too. Should I have a will or a trust in place? What about powers of attorney and health care directives? Yeah, we need someone who can help us put it all together. Hi, this is Rick Gregorick, founder of Gregorick & Associates. We have answers to your questions and even questions you may not know you had. It's our goal to help you chart a clear course for your future. By choosing Gregorick & Associates, you can rest assured that your legal, tax, and planning needs will be met. It's true. The dedicated professionals at Gregorick & Associates Associates are your legal, tax, and planning solution. Give them a call today at 425-284-3450 or go to yourpartnerinlaw.com. Contact Gregory and Associates. They're a focused team of professionals capable of handling all your legal needs. Schedule your free consultation now and Rick will guide you in the right direction. Do you need will-based planning or trust-based planning? Find out now. Schedule your free consultation with Rick by going to yourpartnerinlaw.com. Yourpartnerinlaw.com. 
Hey, it's Story Monson. Coming up September 16th at 3 p.m., right after the big show, I'll be joining Brian Ott with 525 Advisors for his live webinar. You'll learn all about the new long-term care plans offered by Brian and 525 Advisors. They protect your savings, they protect your family, and the plan my wife and I got pays our estate back if we never use it. Having a long-term care plan brings certainty to a very uncertain situation. It allows you to stay in control of your care option, and maybe, most importantly, it brings peace of mind to your family during an extremely stressful situation. So reserve your spot right now and join Brian and me September 16th at 3 p.m. I'll kick things off and share my long-term care story. Make sure to reserve your spot today. Go to 525longtermcare.com. Brian keeps the webinar class size small to allow time for Q&A. It's a great learning environment. There are a few spots left, so sign up now. It's all free. I'll be part of it as well. Go to 525longtermcare.com. 525longtermcare.com. You return to your partner in law on Seattle's Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH with your host, Rick Gregorick. All righty. Welcome back to your partner in law. I'm attorney Rick Gregorick. I'm talking with attorney Ted Hansen this morning, and we're talking with you. And that's the most important part that we get to talk with you on this Labor Day weekend. Uh, we've been talking about getting uh, your estate in proper alignment. And uh, we've got uh, Deanna from Kitsap on the line. Uh, good morning, Deanna. Good morning, uh, Mr. Hansen, Mr. Gregory. And I'm a little nervous. Thank you for your wonderful show. Um, with the, with what you're talking about, indeed, family, parents, passing, uh, I wanted to bring up the rocking chairs. Okay. <laughs> I can't <laughs> wait. Laugh. Um, my lifelong friend and I bought out of an estate a couple tiny pieces of land in Kitsap County where we were going to put our rocking chairs when our husbands pass and we get old. Unfortunately, she died first, and then her husband died four months later. We um, don't have any documentation of the estate and the land for me to be the right to tenantship. I've learned this from your show. And um, her sons had to file for the will and the benefit beneficiary. Um, gentlemen, she, uh, I can't find the sons. I've been paying taxes for 11 years and I can't find them. So I want them to either release the little lots, their 50%, or keep help me pay taxes or sell it. So that's why I'm reaching so, out to you. Are, are um, you living on the land? No, no. It's just no. two tiny lots over. Just out, two tiny uh, lots, um, and yes. uh, you and this other gal owned them, or? Uh, yes, we owned them, and we so, had each. There's a lot, two lots, so we each had, ironically, fifty percent of each lot, and um, kind of a it was it was a we learned a lot. <laughs> so yeah. Um, yeah. They're tiny, so, tiny. They were grandfathered in after the state fair in Seattle. So they're like 25 feet by 55 feet. They're not very oh big. Oh, dear. Yeah. Yeah, not well, very big you know, at all. I, I can't get into the specifics, obviously, over the radio with you in that. But maybe right. we, uh, you could give us a call at the office and talk with either Ted or myself and um, maybe be able to um, send us some of the copies of the deeds and stuff like that, and we might be able to point you in the right direction. Yeah, if, if it depends on, and this is this is right in, in, in keeping with what we're talking about today, it depends on the title, okay? So if you, in fact, and what it sounds like to me is that you, you ended up ultimately owning these with her heirs, if, if, if I'm Return, hearing you correctly. Yeah. yeah. So if he will not cooperate, then the only choice is to do what we call a partition on those pieces of property to uh, either force the sale or force a buyout, one of the two. Uh, that's the typical result when you get into these partition actions. And there's a couple of kinds. There's a few ways that this gets done. If the property is undeveloped, it could be uh, split in two. It, it sounds like it already is split in two. Or you right. can uh, do it by sale. Um, one, of the, one of the two ways would work. But it does depend on uh, the respective interests. And uh, that's how you would un- unwind it if they're not being cooperative, is you would have to partition it. Well, and the last thing is that I can't find them. You too. I have done everything. Uh, you can't I, find I don't the. Know. You one can't find the. In Alaska, other, uh, one somewhere in the world, and that's the issue. Is I. But yes, I just I wanted to share that story with you and tell you all thank you. I would like okay. to. Um, we appreciate that. Okay. Um, so enjoy the rest of your weekend, and um, I will call the office Tuesday. 
That sounds great. And uh, for anybody else who wants to call the office, area code 425-284-3450. That gets you to Gregorick and Associates, 425-284-3450. And more of your calls on 888-973-5476, the Cairo KTTH hotline. Get to talk with Rick and Ted. Make your Labor Day weekend. Maybe tell us tell us you got a great thing going on, what's happening on this uh, this Labor Day for you. Just what you want to do on the weekend is talk to a lawyer, Rick, isn't it? A long hey, it's weekend. It's free. It's free. <laughs> well, take advantage. Uh, yeah. But, um, folks, you know, this estate plan alignment thing, I think I really want you to take this seriously because we are having more and more and more mistakes that people have done maybe some type of estate planning and didn't really understand it and then went out and opened accounts or added people to accounts and, and, and just made mistakes, you know, not understanding the linkage between how you own own title, how you hold title to an asset, versus how that asset is handled in your estate plan, whether it be a will or a trust. You must understand that, otherwise your plan's going to get goofed up. So one of the things we really want to help folks do is get that estate plan alignment done, and we'll help you do that. It's not a really a difficult process, believe it or not, but it is one that pays huge fruit as part of your estate plan. Hey folks, we're going to take a quick break, and when we get back, more of your calls at 888 We'll be right back. When we talk about estate planning and elder law, there are two triggers that cause you to review your plan. John Curley here with my attorney, Rick Gregrick. And Rick, what are those two triggers? Thanks, John. There are two key triggers for when you should review your estate plan. Changes in health or wealth. COVID-19 is a significant impact to both, so everyone should review and update their estate plan. Ask yourself, are you and your family prepared? Do you have the right executors, agents, and trustees? Have you provided for your family? We're here to help. This pandemic has disrupted all of our lives, so each of us needs to be proactive during these difficult times. Be prepared. Have a plan. Talk to Rick. Gregor and Associates, they're open. They're essential business, and they want to help give you peace of mind. You can call them or meet virtually to discuss your estate and elder law plan. Call 425-284-3450. That's 425-284-3450. Or book your free consultation online at yourpartnerinlaw.com. Hey, Story Monson coming up September 16th at 3 p.m. right after the big show. I'll be joining Brian Ott with 525 Advisors for his live webinar. You'll learn all about the new long-term care plans offered by Brian and 525 Advisors. They protect your savings, they protect your family, and the plan my wife and I got pays our estate back if we never use it. Having a long-term care plan brings certainty to a very uncertain situation. It allows you to stay in control of your care option, and maybe, most importantly, it brings peace of mind to your family during an extremely stressful situation. So reserve your spot right now and join Brian and me September 16th at 3 p.m. I'll kick things off and share my long-term care story. Make sure to reserve your spot today. Go to 525longtermcare.com. Brian keeps the webinar class size small to allow time for Q&A. It's a great learning environment. There are a few spots left, so sign up now. It's all free. I'll be part of it as well. Go to 525longtermcare.com. 525longtermcare.com. Are you like me? I have so many questions about my own estate planning, and now my parents have health issues. I have to take care of them and their finances, and it's all so complicated. What do I do? Where do I stand? Sound familiar? Attorney Rick Gregrick founded Gregrick & Associates to serve the needs of individuals, families, and small businesses. Rick's life experiences with his own parents and grandparents combined with his legal knowledge is here to guide you through these troubled waters. Rick Gregrick is a proud member of the National Academy of Estate Planning Attorneys and of Elder Counsel. Contact Rick Gregrick at 425-284-3450. That's 425-284-3450. Or go to yourpartnerinlaw.com. Yourpartnerinlaw.com. Don't delay. Call today for your peace of mind. There's no cost for your initial consultation for estate planning or elder law. Call 425-284-3450. That's 425-284-3450. Thank you. I'm calling Greg Rick and Associates today. Now back to your partner in law with Rick Gregorick on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH. 
We're back. Hi, I'm Rick Gregorick. You're listening to your partner in law, and I'm with Ted Hansen. And I was told to make sure and remind you about our life plan organizers that you can get this going to yourpartnerinlaw.com and requesting one for either single, married, or registered domestic partner. We'll get that right out to you. So just make sure you give us the correct email address. That's kind of important. If uh, you'd like any other follow-up questions, go ahead and ask the question when you re- do that. Uh, it's best to do uh, give us your phone number if you do that, and uh, Ted or I will actually call you back. And uh, we'll send you an email as well, but we'll be happy to personally give you a call. We always love chatting with all of you anytime. So never be shy about giving us a call at the office, 425. 425- 284-3450. I know it's hard to write those numbers down, but you can remember yourpartnerinlaw.com and just go there and all the information phone numbers are there and we'd love to do that. So today we've been, you know, kind of talking about kind of the some of the things that really derail your estate plan. And you just get terrible outcomes and terrible results. I mean, Ted and I were just sitting here thinking of all the examples we've had over the years. Uh, we had one where, you know, and this is, happens over and over and over again. Um, mom promises the house to one of her daughters. She has three daughters, but mom promised the one daughter that she would give her the house because she'd been helping mom out. She's been doing mom's caregiver. The other kids really hadn't participated and things of that nature. But anyhow, you know, mom never went back and updated her will. And in the will, it said, share and share alike between my kids. And so in that case, the daughter that she wanted to get the house isn't going to get the house. And that's the law of unintended consequences. That's probably one of the most prevalent laws uh, in estate planning is the law of unintended consequences. And a big root cause of this, and I think, Ted, maybe hopefully you'll agree, is this misalignment of assets to your estate plan. They're not talking to each other. You must get them aligned. Yeah, that's absolutely the case. And, and, and again, folks, this is why we, we don't encourage do-it-yourself estate planning. These are the common kinds of mistakes that happen. And, and and that's but one example, and that happens a lot, and that is that one of the children has promised the house, puts in years, perhaps gives, gives up a job to care for mom in the, in the you know, and, and mom tried to be good and fair about it, you know, says, I'm going to give you the house, but that never is carried through properly, and the daughter ends up, not only has she not basically worked for the last five or six years of her life, but she had this caregiving duty and is essentially uncompensated for what can be an incredibly trying uh, role to play, and that is that caregiver role. So that's uh, it's really important that you pay attention to this. Well, you know, Ted, just in that caregiver role... Um, there's nothing much more challenging that if you have to uproot your life, maybe even we've had many, many clients have to quit their jobs, maybe move from other states, sell their homes, um, come and take care of their aging parents. Um, it's so critical in those situations. Seek out legal guidance and assistance. If you can't get mom and dad to come in, you come in to see the attorney if you're going to be the caregiver. Make sure you understand what's going on and then you know try to um, encourage them to share their estate planning documents if they have them. If not, maybe encourage them to come into an attorney. But too many folks are um, just unprepared for the things that happen as we age. And that's part of our show is trying to just create a a general awareness out there that if you plan, that's how you stay in control. That's how how you maximize your opportunities. It's how you reduce your taxes, you know, if that's part of your um, issues. But I want everybody to know that the tax planning, that's the easy part for the attorney. Okay, it's dealing with numbers and we can put formulas on it and we can deal with that a lot easier than we can deal with the family dynamics, the emotions, and the things that are all attendant to disability management. Um, Nothing is much more challenging than having to manage disability. Ted, I mean, you've been doing this a long, long time. You practice law for a long time in a lot of different areas. And you deal with, you know, so many, you know, vulnerable adults, um, special needs, uh, seniors, and the elder law component. And uh, it's challenging, is it not? Well, it is challenging. And, 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 you know, we talked a little bit before the caller about this issue of how you manage disability within your estate plan and uh, the first choice that of course a lot of people make is they just don't do anything and they 
you know, end up in a guardianship kind of a, a, a situation, and that costs much more than it would have ever cost you to do a correct estate plan. And, and like I was saying earlier, with trust-based plans, uh, ours anyway, uh, properly drafted trust, will have a, a whole section on incapacity and how to use the incapacitated person's money um, while they're in that situation. And then when you do will-based planning, you're relying on somebody with a power of attorney, like I said, to pluck money from these different accounts um, to pay for things. And, and that's a large difference between trust-based planning and will-based planning. When you have a properly funded trust, all of the money is there for the trustee to use on behalf of the disabled person, whereas during in the other scheme, the will-based planning, you're, again, relying on two powers of attorney, powers of attorney for health care and powers of attorney for finance to manage that situation. You know, and it's really important, you know, and I, I sound, you know, maybe it sounds like a broken record sometimes, but when you buy that house, how you put your name on the title is going to be important. Is it, you know, John Doe, a married man, as a separate property? Or is it John Doe, an individual? Is it John Doe and Mary Doe as tenants in common? Is it John Doe and Mary Doe, jo- Mary Doe as joint tenants with right of survivorship? Is it, you know, Joe and Mary as trustees? All of these have significance in how that asset is going to be dealt with upon your death and so we really want to make sure that we get your estate aligned it sounds simple but i want you to think about every account that you own out there and what we can do about that and how we can you know we're certainly here to uh, give you a hand and you can reach us at the office Uh, easiest way is go to yourpartnerinlaw.com you can click there and ask for an appointment we'll get back with you or go ahead and give the office a call and um, we'll get you all squared away we're going to be right back hang in there When we talk about estate planning and elder law, there are two triggers that cause you to review your plan. John Curley here with my attorney, Rick Regrick. And Rick, what are those two triggers? Thanks, John. There are two key triggers for when you should review your estate plan. Changes in health or wealth. COVID-19 is a significant impact to both, so everyone should review and update their estate plan. Ask yourself, are you and your family prepared? Do you have the right executors, agents, and trustees? Have you provided for your family? We're here to help. This pandemic has disrupted all of our lives, so each of us needs to be proactive during these difficult times. Be prepared. Have a plan. Talk to Rick. Gregor and Associates, they're open. They're essential business, and they want to help give you peace of mind. You can call them or meet virtually to discuss your estate and elder law plan. Call 425-284-3450. That's 425-284-3450. Or book your free consultation online at yourpartnerinlaw.com. Hey, it's Story Monson coming up September 16th at 3 p.m. right after the big show. I'll be joining Brian Ott with 525 Advisors for his live webinar. You'll learn all about the new long-term care plans offered by Brian and 525 Advisors. They protect your savings, they protect your family, and the plan my wife and I got pays our estate back if we never use it. Having a long-term care plan brings certainty to a very uncertain situation. It allows you to stay in control of your care option, and maybe, most importantly, it brings peace of mind to your family during an extremely stressful situation. So reserve your spot right now and join Brian and me September 16th at 3 p.m. I'll kick things off and share my long-term care story. Make sure to reserve your spot today. Go to 525longtermcare.com. Brian keeps the webinar class size small to allow time for Q&A. It's a great learning environment. There are a few spots left, so sign up now. It's all free. I'll be part of it as well. Go to 525longtermcare.com. 525longtermcare.com. Retirement. What does it mean to you? Has it changed as a result of today's economy? Are you worried about your future? Could there be stormy seas ahead? Hi, this is Rick Gregrick, founder of Gregrick & Associates. We're a dedicated team of legal and tax professionals that can help you navigate your course for a secure future. Whether you're just thinking about your retirement or you're well into your retirement years, whether you're single, married, or involved in a domestic partnership, we can help you create your necessary legal and tax planning. I am so glad I found one firm that can help me with all my legal and tax needs. 
Call today for your free consultation. 425-284-3450. That's 425-284-3450. During this free consultation, Rick will guide you in the right direction. Do you need will-based planning or trust-based planning? Find out now. Schedule your free consultation with Rick by going to yourpartnerinlaw.com. Yourpartnerinlaw.com. Return to your partner in law on Seattle's Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH with your host, Rick Gregorick. Hey, that's me, Rick Gregorick, law firm of Gregorick and Associates. I'm talking with Ted Hansen this morning, and we're talking to you. We talked today about really, you know, the importance, and it really is critically important that the way you put your name on assets, and especially when you're with someone else's name, whether it's married or partnerships or friends, we see this all the time. Um, you know, we saw here a plan not too long ago where a couple, two couples went out and bought an investment property. And, of course, they didn't seek out legal guidance on uh, putting title on the deed. So we had, like, Bob and Mary Smith and then Joe and Betty Jones. Um, so two couples owning it. And since they didn't properly do this, they ended up in a joint tenant right or survivorship situation, which meant one person eventually would own everything. And therefore, one of, one, one of those families' heirs would not inherit half of that asset. And that, well, that wasn't the intent of the parties. The intent of the parties would, they'd have this investment and they'd grow it and they'd then have it to split equally between their respective children for these two different couples. Well, obviously that didn't happen. And lawsuits erupted and all kinds of things like that. It's so simple to do it right, but you have to step back. And every time you're going to put your name on a piece of paper, you say, what am I doing here, and how is it being owned, and how is that going to go through my will or my trust? And if you're unsure, well, that's what the phone's for, an email, call us up, you ask us, we have a conversation, we take care of it, and we make sure that it's all right. Because if your titling of assets is out of alignment with your estate plan, be it a will or a trust, you're going to have problems. You're going to have the law of unintended consequences. Just that simple. Just like if the tires in your car are out of alignment and your car is bouncing down the road and pulling to the right or pulling to the left or pulling both ways, and you're, you know, it, it doesn't work. So the same thing for your estate plan is get it aligned. The assets with the documents. This is what's important. And this is why generic documents don't work. You know, you, we've got to have your documents talking about your assets and then making sure that your assets are titled properly and consistently with your estate plan. Simple, right, well, Ted? That, that's right. And, and, and you know, the, this is a really important area, too, and this is these qualified plans. These are your 401Ks and your IRAs. And Rick and I were just talking at the break about how you can really, really mess things up with those types of accounts if you don't have a warm body on the other end. We don't want your estate to be a beneficiary of, of, of a qualified plan ever, basically. Um, there are certain trusts that, if drafted properly, can be the beneficiary of those accounts. That, in our opinion, is the proper way to do it. But by all means, make sure, folks, that you know who the beneficiaries on your accounts are. Uh, it's critically important, and, and those kind of things are, are, are common misalignment problems and and cause things to go horribly wrong sometimes. I mean, uh, having a, a higher a qualified plan go through a will-based plan creates all kinds of problems, uh, you know, not to mention creditor protection and the money having to come out generally in five years where you could, in most cases, either get a spousal stretch or at least a 10-year uh, payout period, and uh, that, that causes a great deal of, of problems for people. So, well, you know, another issue that comes up here, Ted, when, when folks end up having the estate be the beneficiary of IRAs or life insurance even, those two products are not are exempt from creditors if they remain as a IRA or as life insurance. Yeah. But when they get when they get added to the estate, they become part of the probate estate, and those assets are therefore available to creditors and judgments and other things of that nature, and may well also be subject to certain other taxes that would right. otherwise would not have to pay. So it's a very serious mistake to name your estate 
um, as the beneficiary to anything. The, the results are not good. The estate basically says the the state. You know, give it to the probate estate, which is under the purview of the court, and uh, therefore unintended consequences arise yeah. once again. Yeah, but with those, typically you're dealing with money that's taxable on the back end, which is the real, real concern here, right? Because inheritance is not taxable. Um, to the recipient, but but this really creates some tax problems for people sometimes, particularly if you have to unload a million-dollar account in five years uh, and you have somebody who's not used to making any more than forty or 50000 a year and all of a sudden they're you know, deluged with this tax liability. And it, it may sound like a good problem to have, but trust me, it's not. Well, I, you know, I have clients where, you know, they're really down on their means, but they've lived in a house for a long time, Ted. And... Um, capital gains are huge on it even with the $250,000 exemption we have folks that are sitting out there on a million dollars of capital gain on the little house they paid $50,000 for 50 yeah. years ago Commonly. and to where they're getting to where you know many people can't even afford the taxes on the, the homes and you know they end up selling them and then they're shocked to see the tens to potentially hundreds of thousand dollars due in capital gains um, so it's um, Tax planning yeah, is certainly a big part of planning for everyone. It is, you know, and without it, you know, I, I don't know why more people don't understand that aspect of estate planning, but they don't, and that's why you come to people that are qualified to talk to you about these issues because uh, LegalZoom is not going to talk to you about your taxable situation, okay? They're not going to talk to you about alternatives to avoiding or deferring taxes. That's something that you only get from people that are qualified to do this. In fact, most other... Uh, attorneys that don't practice in this area have any idea about any of this, and that's why we get a lot of attorney clients that come to us because we are in a particular specialty. Well, that's just it. I mean, this is a subset. There's areas of law that uh, I would beg you to say, no, 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 you, you don't want to hire me to do that. I, that's not my thing. Yeah. You know, I need. I, I can talk the talk. I mean, I you know, know about it, but no, you want somebody that's experienced and has been a practitioner and doing this for a long time. This is stuff that it's surprising how long it takes to learn this stuff and it's and part of the challenge is it, it keeps changing all the time yeah. it's not a static thing that you learn and then you get to deal with it you have to learn it but then go with the flow and sometimes it goes in opposite directions just all over the place so much of our tax base is you know political obviously and so you know it, it's really quite a roller coaster to keep up with so but and that and you know so you know we've always talked to you about properly maintaining your estate plan that planning is a process it's not an event it's something that you start and then have to manage through your life and adapt it to the ever-changing landscapes and ever-changing situations in your own life as well and this alignment that we're talking about today just like with your car is part of the tune-up process for your estate planning we'd really love to encourage you to get that done one of the reasons we offer free consultations for all of our radio listeners and we'd love to see you so contact us through yourpartnerinlaw.com that's yourpartnerinlaw.com we'll be back next week Happy Labor Day. Thanks for listening to Your Partner in Law with Rick Gregorick. Event Info newsletters and Your Partner in Law podcast can all be found at yourpartnerinlaw.com. To schedule an appointment with Rick Gregorick, call 425-284-3450. That's 425-284-3450. For more information on the show or to sign up for a free Partner in Law event, visit yourpartnerinlaw.com. Tune in next Sunday morning at 9 to Your Partner in Law with your host, Rick Gregorick. Simulcast on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH.